0: Over three hundred thousand travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com.
1: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs>
1: 4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now here's today's life-giving message. Time lifted I'm
2: lifting my phone because I got the Harvest Church mobile app. You can read through the entire Bible in one year through the mobile app. The same Bible reading plan i use is actually in our app, totally free to you because of the faithful giving of the people of Harvest. Everybody say this with me. Say, I'm blessed to be a blessing. I'm ready to receive the word. Now let's make the confession of faith together. For God's glory, this is my best year yet. To the word I'm about to hear, I believe, I obey, I manifest, and that settles it in Jesus' name. Amen. So, God, we tell you that we are open and we are ready. Father, I take authority over this atmosphere in this building, on every online platform, and I pray, God, that every scale on eyes would fall, that every scale on ears would fall. That your word would go forward uninhibited. That your word would go forward unblocked. And Father, when we hear, we will take steps of faith. This month, you're taking our faith to a whole nother level. 1115, tell the Lord, say, increase my faith. Come on, increase my faith. And Father, if our faith increases, that means our life is going to increase. Every area of our life, we speak upgrade to it. In our finances, upgrade. In our family, upgrade. In our health, upgrade. In our mental health, upgrade. Lift your hands, eleven fifteen. Open your mouth and worship the God of the increase of your faith for five seconds. Go five, four, three, two. Come on, say it again. Say, increase my faith. So one week ago, we started this series called By Faith. And why? Because 2 Corinthians says this, For we walk or live by faith and not by sight. Now listen, you got to be careful because people on social media will tell you stuff that sounds spiritual, but it's not. You've often heard people say this, you got to feed your faith and starve your fear, as if faith and fear are opposites. But this verse makes it clear that faith and fear are not opposites. Watch me. He says we walk by faith, not by sight. So the opposite of faith is sight. What does that mean? What I say see what I sense or what I'm certain about so the opposite of faith is what I do not see the opposite of faith is what I have certainty about see you do not need faith for something that is clear you didn't need faith to sit in the seat that you sat in because it looks like it was operable it looked like it was gonna hold you up you need faith when you're trying to take a seat and there isn't one present and for some of you I need you to hear me your faith is about to go to a whole nother level which means your life is about to go to another level Faith 1115 is, isn't belief alone. A lot of people say, I got faith, I'm just holding on, I'm believing, I'm believing. Belief alone is not enough. Belief alone is not faith. In fact, the Bible says that even the demons in hell believe it is not enough to believe. Faith is action based on what you believe. Which means don't tell me you're expecting a job and you haven't been looking for one. Don't tell me you're expecting a new piece of property and you haven't been looking for one. Don't tell me you're expecting your body to be healed yet you didn't change your diet. Y'all not going to say nothing to me? Anything that I have faith in, it's not only me believing, but it is also taking actions based on what I believe. This is why the Bible says in James 2.17, faith by itself, if it does not have works, what is it? It is dead. And for some of you, watch me, up until this month, your faith has been resting in peace your faith has been dead your faith has not been alive and i need you to make sure you ain't sit next to somebody with dead faith i need you to make sure you sit next to some people whose faith is coming alive just touch somebody on the shoulder next to you and say your faith is coming alive it's wrong person because when you said that some in them should have put a praise behind that can you touch another person say your faith is coming alive You've lived enough of your days with dead faith. You lived enough of your days hoping and wishing. Nah, boo, we're about to possess and walk in. We ain't just going to talk the talk this month and beyond. We're going to walk the walk. Say by faith. Faith Faith dies when you do nothing with what you believe. And this is why a lot of Christians live lives. Watch me that are beneath what God actually planned and ordained for them to live, it is because they never did anything with their faith. The only thing they did was talk about it and never walk it out. The only thing they did is said what they planned to do but never took steps to do it. Let me help somebody at this 1115. Your desire for the steps you take to be perfect, explain why you haven't taken any. You cannot wait on perfect conditions before you decide to start walking and living by faith. I I need you to make sure you're in a faith section. Come on, just say, Lord, increase my faith. So here's how this works. The more I work my faith, the more faith I'll have. When you go to the gym, you may start out at one level of weight but you don't stay at that level you begin to increase every level you increase you go it it takes you higher but as it takes you higher watch me the resistance is more difficult it's the same way faith works we're never going to get to a place in life where we do not need faith because the bible says for we live and we walk by faith which means you may have conquered this level but guess what there's another you may conquer that level. Guess what? There's another. As long as you got breath in your body, there is more. And I came for some of you where you've been tempted to settle and you've been tempted to just take what life throws at you. You better hear me. There is more in store for you. There is greater ahead for you. And I need to make sure in this building I got some faith, people. Just open your mouth and say there is more. There. So you may conquer 50-pound faith, but now you got to go to 75. You may conquer 75, now you got to go to 100. But the more you work it, the more you have. The more you work it, the more you'll have. The more you work it, the more you'll have. See, this series is designed to do what the apostles asked Jesus to do in Luke 17 and 5. Watch what they say. The apostles said to the Lord, show us how to increase our faith. See, when you talk about faith, sometimes it can seem overwhelming. Sometimes it can seem confusing. Sometimes it can seem difficult. Like, how do I do this? I think I got faith. I don't know if this is faith. I'm trying this. I'm trying that. He literally, they literally ask him, Lord, show us how to do it. If you're like me, I like how to's. You can skip all of the extra. Just give me the points. Okay, I'm the only one that's like that. Listen, I don't want to read 400 pages. Just tell me what the 400 pages need me to do. Not because I don't want to read. I read a new book every single month. I like audio books. That's just it works for me. That's the way I do it. It's not because I don't want the information, but here's here's what's here's what's important. Too much information with not implementation leads to constipation. And some of y'all know a lot, but you don't do nothing with what you know. And so you're constipated. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. What does that mean? Nothing is flowing for you. Nothing is moving for you because you keep wanting more information, but you've not done anything with what you already know. I'm glad that you sat next to who you sat next to, that you're chatting with who you're chatting with on our digital platforms. Why? Because you're sitting next to somebody that's about to walk it like they talk talking. I- They're about to do something that's going to be amazing. They're going to do something they never thought they'd ever do. And when you do what you've never done, you get what you've never had. The phrase by faith, say by faith. faith. That phrase by faith comes from what's known as the Hall of Fame of Faith. If you've ever been to LA, you've been out there to the Walk of Fame, they got all those names and all that. You got all of that. And here you got all these names. And I need you to zone in on this name because there's a name that's about to be added to the Hall of Fame of Faith. On three, release your name in the atmosphere. One, two, three. And you're about to be the next one that God says, and -and so-and-so did it by faith. And -and so-and-so did it by faith. Let's go, let's go, let's go. This Hall of Fame of Faith, it lists out ordinary people that did extraordinary things, and they all did it by faith. Why do I like that? Because sometimes, here it is, you think you can't do it because you don't have the right talent, you don't have the right gifts, you don't have the right skills, you don't have the right abilities, you don't have the right pedigree, and I need you to hear me, and I need you to hear me clearly, you will do the same, just like what you see happen in Hebrews 11, and it won't be because of your talent, let's be honest, the most talented people in the world aren't the ones that make it to the top, have you listened to music lately, see a real singer don't need all this computer and all this kind of stuff and auto tunes to get around, a real singer can get a mic and take you in. It is not the most talented one that wins, they just were willing to take a step somebody else wasn't willing to take. It's not the most gifted, not the most skilled, not the one with the greatest ability, or here it is, the pedigree. Well, Bishop, you don't know where I've been. You don't know my background. You don't know where I grew up. You don't know my family. You don't know my mama. You don't know my daddy. You don't know Pookie Neal. You don't know what they said I'm supposed to be. You don't know where I came from. Look at me, none of that matters. The only thing that matters is what you're going to do from this day forward. And I need you to let all of the world know say, I'll live by faith. faith. Say that thing so the enemy knows he's used your talents, gifts, skills, abilities, and pedigree against you for the last day. Say, from this day forward, I'll 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 walk by faith. Well, Bishop, you don't know. I didn't go to so and so school. It doesn't matter. I don't have such and such degree, it doesn't matter. I, I don't have such and such background, it doesn't matter. Well, well I, got, I was locked up before, it doesn't matter. Well, I had some divorces before, it doesn't matter. Well, I had some failed relationships before, it doesn't matter. Make sure you sit next to somebody that's not stuck in their past. How do you know they stuck in their past? Because when I just told them it doesn't matter, they didn't do anything. Nothing responded. They didn't get excited. They didn't even smile. I need you to hear me. I don't care what life has been for you up to this point. None of that matters because we live by faith. On three, I need the faith people to put a faith praise in the atmosphere. One, two, three, go. I don't care what my past is. I don't care what they said. I don't care what they said. You never be. I don't care what they said, you never do. From this day forward, we walk by faith. (laughs) You have a seat. This message is called transitory faith. Transitory, watch me, it means not permanent. Temporary. In other words, check this out. What do you do, how do you walk by faith when nothing in your life is permanent? When nothing in your life is settled? That's well, me. You got situations going on with where you are gonna live. You got situations going on with your relationship. You got situations. What do you do when you're in temporary? What do you do when you're in temporary? What do you do when I'm not where I was, but I'm not where I wanna be? I'm in the in between. Is there anybody in this building where there's some areas of your life where you're in the in between? Your career isn't where it used to be, but it's not where you want it to be. Your family's not where it used to be. It's not where you want it to be. You're in transition. Faith is the vehicle to get you from tent to tent. Why is it a tent? This ain't permanent. Why? Why do I need you not to build? Because you ain't going to be here forever. And I need somebody to hear me at this 1115. Your current is not permanent. I need you to tell somebody on the show to say, this is temporary. It ain't always going to be like this. You ain't always going to be worried. You ain't always going to be frustrated. You're not always going to be on the bus. You're not always going to be begging people to help you. Somebody say, this is not permanent. Here's the problem with transition, though. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Because see, Romans 1.17 says this. The righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. So here's the trip. So this isn't permanent. Transitory faith is inconvenient. Because now I got to break this down to go take this to my next See, for some of you all, you thought that walking by faith is this pretty, glamorous journey. I'm walking by faith, hallelujah. I spoke it on Monday, I saw it on Tuesday. No! How do you know you're walking by faith? Your boots look dirty, because this isn't going to be a pretty walk all the time. It's going to be some days you're ready to give up, pack up, shut up, shut down. But I got another step of faith to take, because I go from faith to faith, from glory to glory. So I needed faith to get me there. But now I got to pack all this up, I gotta take all this, and now I need faith to get me here. And see, the, the, the problem is that some of you, you have made your temporary permanent. You started settling for something. God said you never were supposed to settle for that. You started saying, I guess this is just my life. That is not just your life. That's your present, but that's not permanent. For everybody that's excited that things are about to change for you, can I get you to lift your hands and worship, God, for five seconds. Five, four, not permanent, not permanent, not permanent, not permanent, not permanent, not permanent, not permanent. Not permanent. Look at me. Look at me. I want to zone in on a man who is known as the father of faith. Christianity, Islam, Judaism, all link back to Abraham. This is important. Say, he's important. And here's what you need to know. He's a regular guy. There's nothing super special about him. In fact, his daddy was a nobody, which means he didn't have the pedigree that matched what he was about to possess. And some of you all, I'm glad they said you weren't going to do anything significant. Because when God does it for you, you'll be able to say, didn't anybody do this for me but God? Abraham's father's name is Terah, T-E-R-A-H. And his name literally has two simultaneous meanings in Hebrew, the language of the Old Testament. One means he's a wild goat, which means he can't focus on anything. See, when you're wild, the, the difficulty you have is that you won't focus long enough to see fruit. And for every person under the sound of my voice, I pray that your wild ways would flee you. you got two months. God wants to do in you and through you for you to lack focus. I pray that you would have faith that's focused from this day forward. Every wild, crazy way that is not serving you, I pray that those ways would flee but then secondly, his name means loiterer. If you've ever been outside of a convenience store, they'll have a sign it says no loitering. What do they mean? Don't stand out here unless you're gonna come in here and do business. And for many of you, you have seen people who watch me, they stood around talking about something that they never did. Wave at me if you've ever seen that. Online, do the hand wave emoji. You, you've heard people, I'm about to do this, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, and a year later, nothing done. Can we tell the real truth? Some of us have been like Tara. You've been talking for years about what you're about to do. Oh, but you better hear me. But starting effective immediately. I'm about to walk in like I talk it. I, I need to know where the faith walking people are at in this building. Somebody say, I walk in like I talk it. You ain't just going to say it, you're about to see it. You're not just going to pray it, you're about to possess it. You're not just going to sit up and dream about it, you're about to live your dreams. God did not save us from hell for us to just live in hell. Abraham, say Abraham. Abraham. So his pedigree doesn't match. His pedigree does not match. In fact, when God speaks to Abraham, you ready? you ready? He's in a place called Haran. Haran means dry place. It means deserted place. It means parched place. Parched, thirsty. When God speaks to Abraham, He speaks to him when he's thirsty. You'll never walk by faith until your thirst for different increases. And I think I got some people in this building that can say, "I'm thirsty for more." I I'm the baby. I've had enough of this. I, I've had enough of that. I, I'm grateful for everything that God has done, but I'm thirsty. Make sure you sit next to a thirsty person, elbow oh them, tell them, say, I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty for a better relationship, thirsty for a better marriage, thirsty for a better walk with God, thirsty to be more healthy, thirsty to walk out my purpose, thirsty to walk out my calling, thirsty. God speaks to him in Haran. I mean, he speaks to him in a thirsty place. It's interesting that sometimes you won't walk by faith until God dries up everything around you. See, for some of you, he dried up your friendships because you always call them. You don't go to God. So it made you thirsty. He made you thirsty to say, you know what? I'm not finna get, ki- I got, there's got to be more to life. and when he speaks to him he gives him these instructions and Hebrews 11 recounts these instructions Hebrews 11 and verse 8 it says it was by faith now you're going to see this all throughout Hebrews 11 it was by what? not by his talent not by his skill not by his pedigree because I just told you his daddy wasn't here no nothing and for some of you you need to hear me what you came from you're the end of You love your mama. You love your daddy. But there's things that they never, ever walked in, never, ever did, never, ever possessed. And then you were born. And when you were born, come here, 11 15, the curse breaker was born. When you were born, the line crosser was born. When you were born, the history maker was born. Come on, somebody say, I'm that one. It was by faith, it was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home. You ready for this? By faith requires letting go of what you know. Here's how a lot of y'all think faith works. A lot of y'all think that faith works this way. A lot of you think that faith is, I'm going to know exactly what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to feel comfortable. Here's what a lot of you are looking for. I just want peace. What if what you're dealing with isn't peaceful, but he'll give you peace in what you're dealing with? See, how do you know you're walking by faith? A storm is going on around you and you're chilling. You're good. You got all kind of stuff going on around you. And people are like, what you about to do, baby? I'm about to go eat. How you going to eat at a time like this? Why? I'm not studying what's going on around me. I got peace that surpasses all understanding. God says, I need you to leave home. Now, check this out. Literally, in Genesis 12, he says, I need you to get out of your father's house from away from your kindred. And this is interesting because his father had already died. Tara had already died since Tara had already died he wasn't saying just literally get away now for some of you it's a little instruction because every time you get around certain people their mentality pulls you back you'll leave church call them and then be depressed because you went to Tara's house I pray you wouldn't go to Tara, Terrence, I I pray whoever it is that you would not let them pull you into that place He says, get out of your father's house from around your kindred. I don't need you thinking like them. Because if you think like them, you're going to get what they got. He says, I need you to let go of what you know. Hear me? The greatest enemy to your faith is your brain. Because you're going to tell God, well, God, it's uncomfortable. I don't know anything. I don't know. I don't know nobody. What if everything you were supposed to do was in a place you did not know? What if you were going to have to get a new job in a totally different career field? And you know, but I don't know anything about that. I've been in healthcare for years. What if you were supposed to be trained there to go over here and do something totally different? You got to let go of what you know. Come here, Teddy. I think you better let it go. <laughs> it's just like another faith. It's amazing because when you hold on. To this you can't have that and for some of you all, I need you to let the Lord know Lord I'm fine letting go of this because my transitory faith is about to upgrade me upgrade you upgrade upgrade you fist bump somebody say it's upgrade season <laughs> gotta let go of what you know faith is not comfortable Faith in the, but I know everybody at this company, and faith says you got to let go of what you know. And watch me, sometimes we only want to use this when it comes to places. We only want to use it when it comes to places. But there's certain things you have to let go that you know. You no doubt. You got to let that go. You know getting real excited on one day and then getting real sad the next six days. How many days have you wasted because you wouldn't let go of the sadness that you? Come on, lay your hands on yourself. Say, let it go, let it go, let it go. You got to let go. Oh, I got you 1115. Or your need to control everything. You are a whole control freak. You got to control everything and everybody and every situation. You got to know everything. And God says, I think you better let it Go. He told him, watch me. He says, leave the home you've known. Well, I know this. I, I know. I know. You ready? I'm gonna get I'm coming down your street. I know what street to turn on. I know what restaurants are like. I grew up here. I know this, I know that, I know that. Well, well what if your promise was in a whole nother city and you so locked down to where you are? God created places before he created people, which means when people get in the right places, the places produce produced for the people. Got to let go of what you know. Uh-oh, that's this next part. He says, and go to, watch me, where are we going, Lord? Another land. Can you give me the name? No, because by faith, you ready? By faith is for the unfamiliar. He says, where are you going? Another land. What, what is that? Another well, well, okay, Lord, can you tell me what it looks like? No. See, listen, because you think that God is obligated to answer you because you asked him a question. Every parent in this building knows sometimes the answer is because I said so. And every parent in this building and every parent online with the majority of us, you already know. There are certain things that you're like, listen, I'm not finna, I'm the adult I'm not going to explain you the child. If he's your father, that means there are certain things as his child that he's not telling you. Where are we going? Riding. I wish I had some by faith people in this building that don't lie. Where are we going? Riding. How long is it going to take? As long as it's going to take. Why do you keep asking questions? Because some of you want to control everything. I need details. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. See, by faith is for the unfamiliar. If it's familiar, it's not faith. 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 See, I'm trying to help some of y'all, because some of you are like, well, I just don't know if that's God, you know, I don't really know anything about it. I will hit you in the head with this microphone. It's not supposed to be familiar, because we don't walk by familiarity, we walk by faith. Y'all ready? Okay, look, look. That God would give him as an inheritance. Look at this next part. 1115, if you don't shout off of this, I threaten him at the 915, I make the same threat to you. I will walk off and go live from the back. He went without knowing where he was going. Which means faith doesn't have the details, just the next step. God's not giving you an 18-point checklist. God is going to say, step to the left, slide to the right, crisscross, everybody clap your hands. Watch me. Look at me. You want a list. Especially those of you that serve in the Dream Team, you're used to checklists. You want checklists, and you halfway follow that. Say something. You know you ain't got a punk for a pastor. <laughs> Open, listen. <laughs> you ready? You ready? You want a checklist. On Monday, call Darlene. On Tuesday, send an email. On Wednesday, call Shirley. On Thursday, drive to. A- He's not doing all of that. Let me help some of you understand why you feel like, God, I just don't know what I'm supposed to do. You haven't done what he already said. You don't get the next step until you did the current step. Watch how faith works. Before I can even take another step, I got to release the previous step. Before I can even take my next breath, I got to release my previous breath. And some of y'all, God says, you haven't done what I said. Stop asking me for new stuff. He didn't know. He didn't know Malcolm where he was going. He didn't know Erica where he was going. He just walking. Now imagine, can we make this real? He's got a wife. He, watch me. He's got, he's got servants. He's got things he's responsible for. Imagine, every man, hear me. Imagine you telling your, what you doing? Walking by faith? Baby, where are we going? Because, see, I got to get the kids together. I got to get this house together. We got to do all that. You need to give me a plan. You're supposed to be the man. You're supposed to be a leader. Here's the plan, baby. We're walking. Well, do you know where we're going? Because I'm trying to figure out how to dress. I'm trying to figure... Girl, put some clothes on. If it get too hot, take some layers off. Wear layers. It's fall time. You need to wear some layers. Imagine the pressure. Maybe you're a single parent and you got kids, but what are we going to do? Just We're just walking. Well, where am I going to be going to school? Where are you going to be going to school? Imagine the realistic pressure. Because, see, again, you think faith is clean boots. It's not. Your boots are going to look jacked up. Cause I'm walking by faith, but it doesn't mean the walk is gonna be pretty. It doesn't mean the walk is gonna be fun. In fact, sometimes it's gonna. Since I'm walking by faith, and not by you, too tall. I got you today. Ready? Just there you go. That's enough. That'll work. I see. This is faith. Watch me. Watch me. Since you can't see, you got to rely on my voice. This is why I come to church, because I need to hear his voice. This is why I'm on prayer. I need to hear his voice, because I don't see what I'm supposed to do. Watch me. Take one big step towards me. Watch me. I'm over here. The echo's over here. Watch me. Sometimes in life, you're going to think that you made the right step but you're gonna take a step and not see results. Here's what I love about the God, about God. The Bible says that he orders our steps, which means even if I have a misstep, watch what he'll do. No, you got that one wrong. Let me make it more specific. Step to the right this time. I came to tell somebody at the 1115, you're about to get some specific steps to take. I need you to lift your hands and worship God right there. Now that you know where I am, now that you know where I am, put your hand down. Now, I'm gonna reach my hand to grab yours, because sometimes when you're walking through tricky territory, you gotta be handheld through it. I'm so glad that I got a God that knows sometimes I need Him to grab my hand and just walk. Walk with me. Look at somebody saying, He's gonna walk with you. Watch me, look at me, look at me, look at me. At no point in this faith walk, Does that ever come off? Because we walk by, not by, at no point, because here's what some of y'all are thinking. Oh, God, I can't wait till I arrive. You won't. When do I have to stop using my faith? When you die. Other than that, we walk by and live by faith. Okay, can I go further? He didn't know where he was going. He just kept taking one step after another step. And and here's what the enemy will try to do when you're taking steps. And here's what you'll think, "Uh uh-oh, I did something wrong. There's resistance in the way. Evidently, God don't want me to do this because it's not easy. No, resistance is proof I'm on the right track. You wouldn't be trying to block me. You wouldn't be trying to stop me if I wasn't on the right path. I need you to fist bump two or three people and say resistance is proof. It's proof. If they're trying to stop you, you must be doing the right thing. If they're talking about you, you must be doing the right thing. If they're fighting you, you must be doing the right thing. Look at verse 9. Look at verse 9. Look at verse 9. And even when he reached the land, anytime you see land in the Bible, for us today, it doesn't mean land as a particular parcel of property. It means life. And even when he reached the life God promised him, there's a life you're in pursuit of. He lived there by faith. So even when he got what he prayed for to keep it, he had to keep it by faith. You ready? By faith keeps you consistent, even in the midst of change. Oh, my God. By faith keeps you consistent, even in the midst of change. See there. Watch me. When you got a lot going on around you, sometimes it can be easy to take on the spirit of what you got going on around you. So because everything is chaotic, you're chaotic because everything isn't peaceful. You are a whole mess but by faith keeps you consistent. Look what the Bible says. That he lived like a foreigner. You ready? Living in tents. So watch how this works. Okay, all right, about face. There you go. All right, three steps forward. Mm -hmm. Ready? Here's where some of y'all are at. In big steps. See, I need you to take such big steps, God got to back up like... I wasn't expecting him to do this. I wasn't expecting her to apply for it before church was over. I wasn't expecting him to do it before Sunday was over. Let's me. Turn and face the right. Now all of this, you can't see. So you don't know where he's leading you to. You just know if he's leading you, it's gonna be good. All right? Now you're gonna take two steps, then there's gonna be a stair. I need you to feel the stare because it's going to require you to elevate your step. Don't trip. I got you. One foot up. Now watch me. Another foot up. Now watch me. Now this is going to require you to humble yourself. Because to get where I'm taking you, you're going to have to get low. (laughs) Get low you can't be arrogant you can't be sloppy you can't be full of pride i need you to get low now just scoot your way on into there i need you to open up your mouth and say i'll do it by faith i'll do it by faith <laughs> look, at me. look at me all these instructions I mean i gotta keep relationship Why is church so important to you, Bishop? Because i got to keep relationship. See, while well, everybody else is listening to their dance, groove, and work, and you listening to messages, why? i got to keep relationship. Because I'll be listening to a message, and I'll get another step. I'll be in praise and worship, and I'll get another step. Look at me. The Bible says, Bible says he was like a foreigner living Intense. And he still got the blindfold on. Because faith takes me from faith to faith. Temporary to temporary. Today is what's called, begins what's called the Feast of Tabernacles. It lasts for the next seven days. Tabernacles represents when God took the children of Israel from place to place. When he took Abram from place to place. When he takes you, prophesy to somebody next to you, say, this is the lowest you'll ever be. Say, your next is an upgrade. Let me talk to y'all. This is the lowest you, and you ain't doing bad, but this is the lowest you'll ever be. Because your next is an upgrade. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. If you don't say nothing, you're not going to say nothing. Say, my next is an upgrade. Here it is. We got to go. We got to go, because I know what some of you are thinking. Bishop. 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 But Abraham had more faith than me. You know what the trip is, is you're reading about regular people and starstruck. (laughs) You're reading about regular people and you're starstruck. Whenever you interact with a lot of, you know, people who you view as celebrities or people who you view as public figures, one of the things that will happen is you discover, oh they regular. And you sitting there like, oh my God, oh my God. And you're like, oh, look at their fingernails, they are regular. <laughs> you like, look at how they talk. They are regular. You're reading about Abraham, like, oh, you start struggle. Oh, Abraham, Abraham. He's a regular dude. He's ordinary, but he did something extraordinary. Because I know what some of you are thinking, Bishop, he had more faith to me. Uh-uh. See, we're all preloaded with the same amount of faith. It's just like when you get a new phone. Stop Android users. I sense, I'm sense. i not telling the same story I told at the 915. Y'all ain't going to punk me. They tried to punk me at the 915. I'm not to be punked. When you get a new phone, it comes preloaded with the same apps. Look at me for everybody. I don't care if you get the Pro, the Pro Max, the the Galaxy, the Universe, the Sun, the Moon, the Rains and the Stars, all that I got and more. I don't care. After Seven is the name of the group. Some of y'all look confused. What is he doing? Why did he do all that? It's a, Google it. We all come preloaded with the same amount of faith. The person next to you didn't get more. Here's what you keep thinking, that they did. Here's what you keep thinking, well, it's easier for them. Mm -mm,
0: mm -mm, mm
2: -mm. Well, It's not this, mm -mm, mm, Watch me. We all came preloaded with the same amount of faith. Romans 12, 3, Romans 10. for I say, through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think. So the writer of Romans says, listen, don't don't start thinking it's because of your gift, talent, skills, or abilities. Because it's a whole lot of people that's got more gift, talent, skills, abilities, and better pedigree. He says, but to think soberly. He said, keep your mind together. He says, as God has dealt to every man, read the last part with me, the measure of faith. What does the measure of faith? It means it is one measure for everybody. The question becomes, well, what's the measure? Say, what's the measure of faith? Watch me. You ready? Matthew 17 and 20. This is Jesus speaking. He says, for truly I say unto you. What's your name? So he's talking to you. If you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, that ain't no watermelon seed. Mustard seeds is one of the smallest seeds that exists. It is one millimeter in diameter. What does it mean? It's small in scope, but big in hope. It wasn't nothing but a phone call, but that phone call took a lot of courage. It was nothing but an email, but that email took a lot of courage. It was was simply you going down a different street to see if you'd see something different than you saw before. See, steps of faith, the measure of faith, it's small in scope, big in hope. If you're trying to get to, if you're going to walk, we're uh, we're in North Denver now, all right? If you're trying to get to Colorado Springs and you cannot take a train, you cannot take an automobile, you cannot take any of those things. You ready? Um, and you have to walk. How you how you gonna walk there? One step. Somebody said slow. One step at a time. Now this is how faith works. And while you're taking those steps, it may be dirty. While you're taking those steps, it may be frustrating. You are not going to look the same when you get to Colorado Springs. Then when you start, you ain't going to smell the same. You're not going to look the same. You're going to be hungry. You're going to want to go to that famous Dave's or one of them restaurants that's right when you get into the Springs. You'll go anywhere at that point. Just listen. Just give me some food. A you know, Cracker Barrel. Get you some Biscuits. You a few carbs. <laughs> it takes three to ten days. How many days? Three to ten. It takes three to ten days before the mustard seed shows any signs of growth. Wow. Which means after I take one step, that one step takes between three and ten days before it looks like the step was even worth it. Wow. For some, you keep thinking. I I called on Monday and I, and I didn't get a call back on Tuesday call again and again and again and again it takes three to ten days to see any signs of growth now here's where it gets interesting mustard seeds can only be placed in certain conditions to grow and look at me and they're not favorable conditions how do i know i'm walking by faith because the conditions do not look favorable if the conditions are favorable, it doesn't take faith because you can just coast in. I want to talk to some people in this building and online where you've got some conditions in some areas of your life that do not look good. They do not look favorable. In fact, it looks like a storm in the condition of that area of your life. I need to make sure I'm talking to the right people. If there's anybody in this building or online where you've got some areas of your life that the conditions don't look favorable, can you just holler yes, sir, right there? What? Watch. They have to be placed in isolation. They have to be placed in isolation. Say isolation. Isolation. Mustard seeds have to be placed in the cold. You cannot place them in a warm environment because they will not grow. Warm, receptive. Warm, comfortable. You have to place mustard seeds in an isolated, cold environment. And for some of you, watch me, how do you know that you're taking steps of faith? Because even though people around you, you still feel isolated. Even if you're married, you still have moments where you feel isolated. Maybe as a married couple, you feel isolated from other people, feel isolated from other things. Because it has to be placed in isolation. Watch me. You can't put two mustard seeds next to one another and expect them both to grow. It has to be placed in an environment of isolation. And for some of you, your isolation is your incubation. It's producing something. Here's the second place it has to be placed in. You ready? It has to be placed in a dark environment. Dark. What does this represent? Uncertainty. I don't need faith if I'm certain. I need faith if I'm not certain at all about anything. I want you to pay attention. He's still in there. Why? He hasn't gotten an instruction yet. Because sometimes God has to leave you alone for a little bit. Where? In an isolated, uncertain. I didn't forget about him. But sometimes you'll feel like God forgot about you. Because he hasn't given you your next step. But would you encourage somebody next to you? Touch them on the shoulder, please. Say, he has not forgotten about you. You're getting ready to come out of whatever you were in. Let's go. Let's go. Third place you have to place a mustard seed, moist soil. What does this represent? Contrary emotions. You ever done something and it was a good thing, but it was painful to do? You you should be happy, but you're really mad. Okay, y'all ever done that. You, you ever taken steps of faith, and your emotions are contrary to the moment. Like you should be really excited, but you feel like you want to throw up. <laughs> I don't have no honest people that deal with you. It. it means your emotions have to be contrary. It means I should be celebrating, but right now I feel like absolutely shutting down. How do I know I'm about to walk by faith because my emotions begin to fight me? This is dumb. You shouldn't do this. This isn't going to work. You're going to be stupid. People are going to say you're stupid. People are going to give up on you. People are going to do this. this, this. And now your emotions begin to play tricks on you because you're like, my emotions don't match what I'm trying to do. I should be happy about this. Why am I having anxiety? This should feel good. Why does it not feel good? Watch me say that's where faith grows. Faith only grows in isolated, uncertain emotional places you thought faith was hey praise god everybody yes, yes, yes. hallelujah see what you don't understand about the people that are shouting and the people that are giving our praise today yes, yes. is this not because everything's right yes, yes. the psalmist said i'll bless the lord at all." i'm not jumping because everything is worth jumping for i'm jumping because i made him a promise that i'd bless him at what he says. Everybody stand. We got to go. Everybody stand. He says, you will say to this mountain, if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it would move. Say transition. Transition. Say transitory. transitory. What does a mountain represent? In scripture, it's a metaphor for a difficult problem. Sometimes the difficult problem is that you're difficult to deal with. It's quiet in here. Come on, everybody. Everybody stand with me. Watch me. Sometimes the difficult issue is, is, watch me, is is that you have it figured out in your head, and he's not doing it that way. You say, well, I need so-and-so to call me and do this. Or maybe God's going to use somebody you ain't even met yet. And your name's about to be brought up, and favor's about to find you. And opportunity is about to open for you. you. So watch me. He says, "Okay, Abram, you've been in this isolated, uncertain, emotional place. Now, Abram, it's time for you to come out of there. Watch me. I'm telling you the rest of your month. You've been in that temporary place for too long, and you're getting ready to come out of that." transitory place and you're about to go from faith to faith I need you to open up your mouth like things are about to change I need you to open up your mouth and release a praise like things are about to shift come on 1115 your faith is about to open some stuff up for you he me. he says you shall say to this mountain Move from here to there, and it will move. Look at me. He didn't say instantly. He didn't say instantly. Transitory over time. Here's the issue most of us have. We don't give our faith any time to produce anything. You even order your food, you give them time to cook it. Some of y'all get mad. Father, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this. And then when you come back and don't see it five minutes later, this didn't work. I don't believe in this faith stuff. I just believe in energy, man. Bye. I just you know you know I just, no I don't. Because if he brought you this far, he didn't bring you this far to embarrass you, to leave you, to drop you. Just, if you had faith that small, you'd say to the mountain, the difficult thing, be moved from here to there. What if the mountain was you? Bishop, why do you say that? Look at the last part of the verse. And nothing will be impossible for. Say, I'm walking by faith. I'm living by faith. I'm moving by faith. I'm operating by faith. Say, so Lord, increase my faith. Lord, increase my faith. Lord, increase my faith. And here's what happens. After a while, when you get used to living like that, you see more with this on than with it off. You'll walk into a piece of property and other people will say, I don't see how nothing good is going to come out of this. You say, oh, I see it because I'm not afraid of the dark. I'm not afraid of uncertainty. I'm not afraid of isolation. I didn't have to do it by myself before. You walking out on me is not a threat. I figured it out. I figured it out before. Lift your hands. Say, Lord, increase my faith. 1115 worship for just three seconds right there. Three seconds right there. Three seconds. We're about to go. Faith to faith, transition to transition, transition to transition, temporary to temporary, tabernacle to tabernacle. Your present is not permanent. Your present is not permanent. Greater is ahead of you, and you're doing great now, but greater is ahead of you. More is in store for you. Heads bowed, eyes closed in this building and online. If you need to become a Christian for the first time, none of what I just preached applies to you if you don't know the Lord. You need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to the Lord wherever you're at in this building or online. Or you need to be sure. Like, I don't know where things stand with God, but I want to be sure wherever you are, you need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord and be sure wherever you're at on the count of three, this is your moment to come to God. This is your moment to give your life to him. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. So because if I think things are right with God, thinking ain't knowing. I need you to know. I need you to know just like when you lock your car and you forget you locked it and you go back and check. I need you to be that sure. I need you to be so sure that you hit the thing 15 times to make sure the lights start blinking at you. You need to become a Christian, reconvince yourself, Lord, to be sure in this building online on three. Just throw that hand up online. Do the hand wave emoji say it's me. One, two, three. If that's you, slip that hand up wherever you're at. Online, do the hand wave emoji and say it's me. I got digital ambassadors on every platform. Everybody pray this to me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess from my mouth, I believe in my heart, that you are my Lord and my Savior give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. Faith. That's how I live. Tent to tent. Tabernacle to tabernacle. In Jesus' name. Just pray that prayer for the first time. You can open your eyes. Text the word decision to 877-552-4746 or can the qr code on the screen some of you already saved you're already christians but you need a shepherd and we'd love for you to connect with our family harvest we're a hybrid church so not just in buildings but on a variety of digital platforms believe it or not our podcast is the number one way that people connect with harvest Almost 7,000 downloads a month just to the podcast. And God be the glory for that. We'd love for you to be a part of our family. God doesn't call you to a church. He calls you to a shepherd. He says, sheep know the voice of their shepherd. He says, Jeremiah 315, I give you a shepherd after my own heart. Whether you're in Denver, whether you're in Atlanta, wherever you're at, across America, around the world, we'd love for you to be a part of our family. You to do that, scan the QR code. Text JOIN HARVEST to 877. Did y'all get some out of this word today? Listen. If you came in late, you weren't able to give. I want you to get that ready. Secondly, if you want to sow the seal, what does that mean? If the word spoke life into you, you always sow the seal. We're going to do the same thing we did at the 915. I'm sowing it twice. Connected to that scripture, Matthew 17 and 20. That's the seed I want you to get in your hand. It's 17 bucks, 20 cents. That's it. And you're going to call this your transitory seed. Where does that come from in scripture, sowing the seal? Several places, but 1 Samuel chapter 9 makes it very clear. A word speaks
1: to you, Did you make a decision to become a Christian you, for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life.
0: Over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
1: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa, take it easy, Judy!